Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We are first joined by Michael Nigren. He is part of the Stop the Metro. You've seen the signs if you've driven along uh, Niagara Falls Boulevard. And Michael joins us this morning. Michael, thank you so much for uh, joining us on this Sunday morning. Hey, thank you for, for having me. It's a thrill to be on. Now, Michael, uh, we, we all know the Metro Rail, and I think most people know uh, that the plan is to expand this to UB North. But the way the plan is written now uh, is something you guys would like changed. Uh, state what your case is. Um, well, right now uh, they have it. Uh, they're preferring this locally preferred alternative, which um, uh, runs down Main Street to Kenmore Avenue, down Niagara Falls Boulevard, up Maple Road, through, through Sweet Home, and then ultimately Audubon Parkway. Uh, the first section of the plan it requires tunneling. A um, lot of it with explosives, uh, dynamite, um, which uh, we are concerned about uh, with the um, the damage that will do to the surrounding areas. Uh, we've been in discussion with insurance agents from um, the previous uh, line, the initial uh, main line, and um, those explosives radiate, radiate out about a quarter of a mile. So they filled uh, insurance claims for homes that were out a quarter of a mile. So this affects quite a, a bit of people. Um, we estimate about 10,000 homes and businesses will be impacted by this construction project. And uh, we just don't see the need for it. Uh, we see um, bus rapid transit as a, a suitable uh, solution for um, this uh, you know, issue. Uh, well, the main issue that they're talking about is carbon neutrality. Well, you could solve that with electric buses. Uh, it doesn't move enough passengers, too much wait time for pickup, add, you know, add more buses, add more throughput, um, time consuming through route congestions, you know, create a dedicated bus line at certain hours of the day to uh, prioritize mass commuting. Everything that they are proposing with a uh, metro rail uh, can be solved with expanded buses. And that's what we are suggesting. That's what we are encouraging. Um, so we don't believe that uh, the cost is appropriate. And it will be a large financial cost for the taxpayers. Uh, right now, the taxpayers are on the hook for about $47 million in um, unrestricted mortgage tax that goes directly to the NFTA. So you still see uh, dilapidated ticketing systems and stations in disrepair. So that says to me that the volume of ridership is not adequate and does not pay for the current systems and expanding it further is premature. 
If they do expand it, then it will be up to taxpayers to support it. So that is our objection to uh, the current plan. Now, Michael, this that, this group, is this group made up of people that live in the uh, the parts of town that will be impacted? Well, on our website, we, we have a uh, petition posted at uh, stopthemetro.com, and people are signing that from all over the city. This may be people who are, uh, uh, you know, who experienced the initial mainline construction, and uh, they're just, they feel that this is not necessarily uh, an appropriate mode of transportation for Buffalo at this time. So right now we have about 550 signatures. That includes online at change.org and as well as handwritten signatures. And that we've only had the petition posted for about a month. So I expect that number of signatures to grow to about well over 1,000 in a month from now. Um, so this affects all of Buffalo. This is not just our um, area. This is This is something that is going to be problematic for our entire community. Um, right now, the largest ridership from uh, the university station to the north is the UB students. Um, now, the, are, the people who are touting this plan, they say there's 20,000 riders daily. Well, that is not an accurate number because that only exists seven months out of the year. Right now, we don't have 20,000 riders daily to UB North Campus. I mean, this is these are the people who primarily want this is the U, UB so that because they do have some bottlenecking with students. And I've seen that uh, being a UB student. I've seen how the uh, private bus company that they use, the Stampede, which cost them about a half a million dollars a year, um, gets, uh, you know, backed up. But we are saying that, you know, look. We understand UB is a big contributor to jobs in the area. They're the number one employer in the region, and we should contribute. We should contribute. The city should contribute something to UB. But we're saying, you know, increase the throughput of busing, and that will that will solve the bottlenecking. The bus bunching is what they're calling it. So uh, rather than having just one linear path that goes directly to UB, which is what they have right now, and I'm sure students would prefer that so that they can get to class on time, you know, have more routes so that, okay, so there is another route that goes through the retail areas if, they, if students want to go shopping or something like that. So the main issue now is the students. The students, uh, they need transportation from UB uh, South Campus to North Campus, and that is the main uh, uh, ridership that would be using this uh, rail. Um, so right now, if you live in our area, you see the buses are relatively empty. There is nobody on those buses, and actually they're cutting bus routes. So we are questioning the demand for this, this monstrosity 33-ton uh, vehicle moving up the middle of the boulevard with four passengers on it. It just makes no sense to us. So that's where that's where our position is, and I believe a lot of people are thinking that along the same along the same lines as we are. Michael, just to play devil's advocate here, uh, you know, you talk about the the riders on the current rail line from South Campus to the arena. Um, the argument would be, well, if we expand the rail, you'll get more riders. Is, is that something that you disagree with? 
Well, you know, out in the suburbs, there's less uh, a reason for people to ride up here. We don't have major events happening, you know, like downtown. Uh, we don't have – there's not a need for it. We don't see a need for it aside from the university campuses. They say, okay, if we build it, it will come. Well, that's what they said about the uh, the previous uh, line, and we didn't really see that. That was not really uh, – that didn't really come to, to fruition. Um, on the contrary, actually, it uh, it uh, degraded a lot of businesses, and it still hasn't come back to where it was at one particular at w- on one particular point. Granted, you know uh, the uh, economic uh, environment back then was also degrading. And they thought, oh, well, we'll build this uh, rail to beef up development. But it never did. It never did come to um, its ideal. uh, It didn't live up to the ideals that were set forth to create the metro. But um, like I said, I'm not opposed to metro rail. We just don't think that it's appropriate at this time. We just don't see the need for it at this particular time. If in the future the demand would be there, then of course you would need to supplement it. But if you look, if you look at the, all the big cities um, that have uh, light light rail, um, there is a robust system there as well. It's not just light rail, um, and so it all works together. Uh, uh, we have neither here. We don't have a robust bus system, evident by the fact that we don't even have a shuttle anywhere from the rail line that goes directly to the airport. Um, so, and and we don't have a successful subway system either. It's the uh, ticketing system is outdated. It's old. Um, much of the stations are in disrepair. And that tells me that the ridership is not adequate enough to support the existing system. So if you want to extend it further, that means the taxpayers will be on the hook to support the existing system and any proposed expansion. Michael, let me ask so you, have, is- have, you been, um, have, have you been contacted by NFTA? Have you contacted NFTA or the environmental study that's going on? Has, has, have the people conducting that contacted anyone in the group? No, but we see them doing their work. So um, that was the actual, actually the thing that alerted me to the fact that this is going on. Actually, I had no clue that this was going on. And this is why I think it's so great that you have this on the show, because the public needs to be informed about this. Everybody I speak to say they are completely uninformed. So the last um, draft environmental impact survey they did was during the height of the pandemic. Nobody was really paying attention. Um, so, uh, you know, the, um, so we see the workers now out there plotting the utilities and doing geological surveys and we've asked them and they said point blank, that's what they were doing. Um, which makes total sense because that goes along with the schedule that they have on their website where they intend to release a new, uh, draft environmental impact survey open and then opening it up to public comment. And this is kind of what we are all about. We are uh, initiating the public dialogue, maybe before the fact, but we want to get our word out there and tell and report to people what we are seeing, what we are seeing here on the ground. Um, there's a lot of surveys. There's a lot of discussions. There's a lot of ideological, uh, um, you know, studies and things like that. But what 
what we are seeing on the ground does not support those studies. What we are seeing on the ground does not say that this is a good idea at this point in time. On your website, you mentioned, you know, lo- local family-owned businesses that would be impacted. Uh, have owners or people associated with those businesses joined your group? Absolutely, yes. Yes, we have businesses up and down Niagara Falls Boulevard with signs in their windows. And we have one business, Hector's Hardware, it's taking petitions, uh, signatures. So they have a petition. They've collected about more than 200 signatures, and I give a lot of kudos to Hector's Hardware. Um, also, uh, uh, we have um, we have uh, many businesses that have put out signs and um, have uh, you know expressed an interest to help. So we have a volunteer form on our website if people are interested to fill out to, to let us know in what capacity they are willing to help out to basically spread the word, get the word out because we are confident that one people understand what the details are of this proposal, that they will also be uh, interested in stopping the Metro proposal. That's really what we are, stop the Metro proposal. We're not interested in stopping the Metro. We're interested in stopping the Metro proposal. All right. Hey, Michael, uh, kicks off our show. As you, as, you, uh, as we said, we will have the uh, person from Citizens for Regional Transit. Michael, before you go, uh, you, you have had conversations with members of Citizens for Regional Transit, correct? Yes, um, we had Jim Gordon over here uh, in our in our home, um, in my home, after the one of the meetings we had, and he was very informative and helpful. He gave us some information about their concerns, and um, like I said, we we agree with some of those concerns, but um, like I said, we just think it's not it's not the time and place for uh, a light rail, and um, we uh, like they're interested in maybe possibly rerouting it or so let's put it let's be clear this type of uh, uh, development is major it's a major development it will involve uh, thousands of homes thousands of insurance claims Um, this is not something that should be taken lightly and uh, uh, we're we're seeing the term NIMBYs being tossed around for to describe people who oppose the metro in our area they think, well, it's in your backyard. That's not. That's why you don't want it. Well, for those people, we live in a very diverse neighborhoods. We have the Oxford and Princeton, Princeton Court apartments up the street, for example, which are very large HUD complexes in the neighborhood. That's two sets of HUD housing, one-eighth of a mile apart. Beautiful apartments, by the way. Everybody coexists very nicely. And for what it's worth, those apartments were just recently remodeled this summer through an HUD assistance program. And they, too, will be impacted with damaged foundations, et cetera, and et cetera. In other words, this project is an abomination for a very diverse population. And I say it's, in fact, NIMBYs that are wanting it because they don't want it in their own backyards. They think, oh, this is an HUD housing in that area, so it's okay to do all that demolition there. So, in fact, it's the small, diverse businesses who live and service the HUD complex that will be forced to close. This is essentially the antithesis of the Justice 40 initiative that uh, President Biden has requested. The project will disadvantage the impoverished even further. And that's another reason why we are against it. All right. Michael Nigren, he is with Stop the Metro. Michael, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Sure, Joe. Thank you. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 